All right, folks, let's get to work here. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here with another Millionaire Midnight Rant. And it's the weekend, and we all know what we do on the weekend, right? Entrepreneurs, well, successful ones. We work, okay? How many of you are working right now? I'm just curious here. We're working, babe, putting in that grind, okay? And... You know, you have two type of entrepreneurs on the planet. You have entrepreneurs. And you have successful entrepreneurs. And what do you think successful entrepreneurs are doing right here in this moment? Just think about it for a second. What do you think they're doing? Think they're hanging out? You think they're at the local bar? Okay. You think they're chasing women, chasing men at the club? Maybe. However, the entrepreneurs that want to stay successful, they're working. And they work more than they play. So, that's what we're doing right here. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Smash the love button if you can hear me clearly here. It's approximately 11.30 p.m. on a Friday evening here. And I'm here to serve you, okay? I am a multi-millionaire. I'm a self-made millionaire. I'm a young black kid from Houston, Texas. And I grew up pretty poor. Didn't have any money. I didn't have any mentorship. I didn't have any resources at all. But, however, um, it worked out for me, okay? Through believing in myself, fighting for what's mine, building my self-confidence, educating myself, and doing the right thing at the right time, I became rich. I'm currently worth over $40 million, and I create digital products on the internet and I help people and I teach them how to manifest their dreams because that's what I did. It's not because I'm overly smart. It's not because I went to any type of special college. The number one reason why I'm rich and I'm wealthy and happy is because I believe in myself. And I do these rants to help you believe in yourself. <clears throat> and you may say, well, how do I do that? Well, I believe sometimes in life I've met a lot of people. And I have a lot of people online. Just a lot of people get access to my content. And I've realized something about men and women. And new entrepreneurs and people that really want change. That sometimes you need somebody to believe in you. Until your belief kicks in. So that's what I'm doing here for you. Hey Jessica, how are you? I'm choosing to be present with you. And I'm choosing to believe in you. To let you know that you can do it. Regardless of your situation. Regardless of the challenges and adversities. 
that you can become a first generation millionaire in your in your life. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, Latin, Moroccan, Indian, red, blue, orange, poor, average. It doesn't matter where you live. You have the opportunity to be a first generation of millionaire in your family. So tonight, <clears throat> tonight I'm going to give you the opportunity to pick my brain again. Okay. And if you would like me to give you a shout out here, I'd love to do it. Just comment your name below and I'll give you a shout out just to let you know that I see you. I see you, big head. Yeah. I say, hey, Daniel, how are you? SL Battle. Hey, Vicky. Go ahead and comment your name below here. Hey, Rama, how are you? Princess, mom, how are you? Hey, Brooklyn, how are you? Susie here. Susie with the energy. I love that. You know, it's not, listen, it's nothing that I, the one thing I adore most about a woman is just her positivity. <laughs> yes, I like good looking women and all that. And I like short women, but a woman that exudes positivity, mm, I have a, an affinity for that. Hey, Veronica, what's going on? Tiffany, Mike, what's up? Nancy, Rosemary, okay, Ruthie, Angelique, okay, on a mission. Hey, hey, from Ukraine, we're praying for you. Nia, Aaron, how are you? Good morning, good morning, good afternoon. Good night, good night. Great evening. <laughs> and remember, hey, Veronica, how are you? So remember, folks, uh, my podcast is syndicated on the internet here. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and you'll see that you can listen two previous episodes here okay if you ever want to catch me live i'm here on my instagram account every night I'm talking to you okay <laughs> you love women too much <laughs> i love everyone i adore the world hey yenny how are you chef tingles trey what's up my man how are you Oh, from Greece. Anna from Greece. Greece. I miss Greece. Steph. How are you, Steph? All right. So, listen. Go ahead and post your questions here below. Uh, hey, Juna. Wanna from Canada. Go ahead and post your questions below. How many brand new Genie Script members are in the house here tonight? I know we have a ton of people that are registering for the course how many are brand new to the rant i'm just curious here okay oh princess mom here we go nancy what is one advice you can give on just getting started with coaching people so you want to be a coach i'm princess well listen if you want to be a coach it depends on what you're trying to coach people to do right I would I would say this that whatever you're trying to coach people on, make sure that you are an expert in that field. Okay. 
you know, make sure you do well in whatever you're trying to coach people about. Such as you're trying to coach people with relationships. What makes sure you have a functional, good relationship? If you're trying to coach people to make money. Well, make sure you make money. You don't have to be a millionaire, but just make sure you're making money so you can coach people on how to make money. But I would say on the Internet, just start giving out value. Like, do what, exactly what I'm doing. You should do as well. You can go live. You can create content on TikTok, on YouTube. Listen, content is the name of the game on the Internet here. Uh, it's content. Content is king. Which means is if you just create tons of tons of content, content is like money in the bank, right? Or money in an investment account. Because eventually it's going to compound. And the one thing that's great about the internet, when you put information out on the internet, it's there forever, right? And everybody uses the internet to search for what they should do, what they should eat, how they should dress, where they should go, where they should travel to, who they should listen to. For the, I mean, people use the internet for everything. So why not put your content out there? All right, well, get that podcast going then. I want your first episode done tomorrow. Hey, Shanika, how are you? Igor, how are you? J.S. Mizzle. How are you? Alondra, how are you? Next question for me here. All right. Vera Farce, how are you? All right, let's go! All my newbies. All my new Genie Script members. Hey, thank you so much for purchasing the program, the course. I love you. And I expect that you're going to love it. But make sure anybody that buys the Genie Script course, let me give you some advice. I've already shared this many times before. If you want to see results very quickly, if you want to truly begin to manifest things in your life, make sure that you listen to the course over and over again. Okay, Repetition is the mother of skill. That's the best advice I can give you as it relates to that course. Just listen to it over and over again. Because you want to program yourself, okay? And magical things will start to happen. Yeah, the course is uh, about manifestation there. Oh, thank you. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Wesley, would you share some of the things you work on when it comes to mindset? As in now that money is no worry anymore. Well, I'll say this. Because people ask me, Say, Wes, you know, you're pretty wealthy. I mean, you know, I'm not saying I'm 100 million and not yet. I mean, but $40 million is nothing to sneeze at. You know, my companies do about, you know, on average 500, maybe to a million dollars a month that I can put in my bank account and do different things with, right? So you might say, well, Wes, you're pretty well off. So, like, what else do you do? What do you do as it relates to mindset? Well, I truly believe that you should be a voracious learner like I am always educating myself I, I love learning okay I love <clears throat> learning more information here and not just for myself for you too like I have to learn more so I can teach and be able to educate the masses but honestly I treat learning like a muscle like my mind is a muscle and I want to exercise it like my body 
if I stop exercising, then I'm not going to have the body that I currently have here today. So if I stop learning, and learning was very instrumental with me earning a million dollars, obviously, right? The more knowledge a person has, they're ready and prepared for the experience. So I just love learning, honestly. It's my addiction. What's next? Edited my YouTube video now. I'm very proud of you, Alondra. How much is the course? $37. How you got all these followers and no views? What do you mean? You blind? John, open your eyes. I got 46 million people watching this. What do you mean no views? You don't see the number up there up top? Now it's 52, 54 million. It's counting. All right? I guess you're blind, man. The, the views are right there. Listen, let me share something with you. And this is what, you know, this is what kills most people's success is when they're beginning to do anything in life, like business or become an influencer or whatever you're trying to do, you know, you only measure progress based off of, you know, how many followers do you have? How many likes you get? How many? But let me tell you something. That does not equate to money. Like I made millions of dollars before my social media was even popping. And many of you, you spend too much time trying to be famous than trying to be rich. Um, yeah, I would rather be rich than famous, right? Many of you got it backwards. Uh, you know, it doesn't. It's not a big deal of how many people are watching this. Uh, do I want a billion people watching this? Absolutely, but I'm still rich. So why does it even matter? I have. I mean, you know, to be very famous on the planet that's not so important to me. Like I'm famous in my own way. It's people that's famous and I don't even know and you don't even know. So my goal is to make impact on people that want to be impacted. That's it. Right. But I'm never concerned about, oh, I don't have enough people watching me. Why nobody? What? What do you mean? I got 48 million people here. Why would I be upset? I'm excited about that. Thank God that I have this amount of people because everybody counts and everybody is special. And I realized something about making millions of dollars. Less than 1% of people on the planet are going to make a million dollars. So how many people do you think is actually interested in making a million dollars? Not a lot. So the number is actually perfect to the amount of followers that I have. Everybody's not trying to be rich. They're just talking about it. Does that make sense? People are just talking about being rich. They're speaking about, oh, I want to be rich. But their actions are not aligned with it. And that's a lot of people. Maybe more than 90%. So I'm very grateful for how many people watch me. I'm grateful for you. And when I do these rants, I speak as if 100 million people watch me. And I, and I believe one day it will be. It will be 100 million people. And the same person that said, well, why are you not getting any views? I said, well, you're going to remember that day when, when I told you the views are there. You got to deliver. You have to, like, if you run a company, you need to run your company as if you have 5,000 customers. If you can run a company, you got one employee, run it like you have 15 employees. Does that make sense? You got to run it like, like if you're a singer, you got to sing as if you have over millions of people watching you. Make sense? You have a business, you have to run your business as if you have millions of dollars 
coming to your business per year. Okay? All right, what's next here? You have lawyer students who listen to you. Thank you, Kiki. Let me see here. What are you learning about now? What am I learning? Many things. You guys are not going to be interested. I mean, I love psychology. I've been listening to a lot of different behavioral science Harvard lectures. They're online. They're free. I don't need to go to Harvard. Don't need to go to Stafford. It's free online. And I listen to them. And most of that information I don't even understand. It's okay. I just keep continuing to listen. Right? It was a time that when people were speaking, I didn't understand words. But as a baby, I just kept listening. And eventually you will. How long did it take you to build your billion-dollar business? Um, about maybe 8 to 10 years, to be honest with you. Yeah, about 8 to 10 years. Any recommendations from what I said above? What did you say, Aaron? <clears throat> what did you say here? Yeah. You know, a lot of you are stuck on followers. That's why you're so discouraged. I've seen people start YouTube channels, TikTok accounts, and just because they don't have any followers, nobody watch them, they quit. Because you're only doing it because you want to be important to people. I do it to make impact. I'm being honest with you. Like, I'm already rich. Like, honestly, like, I mean, I'm already making money. So uh, I, I do it for impact. Even if I wasn't rich, I would do it for impact. So I'm doing it just to be rich. That was inevitable for me. I just knew I was going to be rich. You may say, why did you know? I just knew. Like I said, I have this deep belief in myself, which means that I can do whatever I want to do. I was a very rebellious kid growing up. I was the black sheep of the family. I took all the risks. I took all the chances, and I made a ton of mistakes. But that served me. That dogmatic attitude served me, honestly. Like, I believe I can do whatever I want to do. And people might not believe me. Like, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Well, I can. And I'll just show you. You know, I don't need to talk too much on this. I'll just show you. It can be done. If I want to do it, it, it will be done. Okay? And I want you to have the same type of attitude. That's all what it is. It's just an attitude. It's a mindset. And I don't need any type of validation. Like, I don't need any type of um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't need any type of words or activities or experiences to support that. You know, that I can do whatever I want. You know, I mean, no. I typed your question again, Aaron. I, don't, I didn't see your question here. Top three things you, you're learning about now as in subjects. Mindset. I mean, psychology, right? Of the mind. Behavioral science. Persuasion. Um, the body. I'm just learning things about the body, more specifically the brain. I just, I'm very fascinated about the mind and the brain. I mean, I've been studying, I've been listening to a lot of neuroscientist lectures lately. I'm just very fascinated about sleep. I've been reading about the gut, um, <clears throat> reading about meditation, mindfulness. It's just so much information out there, folks. I mean, of course. But I love learning. You know, maybe I can't apply all this stuff, but I, I love just learning more information to optimize my life and to help you optimize yours. Okay. 
Yeah, never worry about the followers and likes, ladies and gentlemen. They will come. Never, just never worry about that. They will come. If you're consistent, how many people do you think is actually consistent with actually posting content and trying to build a brand? Not a lot of people. Right? Almost nobody, honestly, compared to the people that actually have a breakthrough. So... I would say in the beginning, if you're a social media person, if you're building a brand, just focus focus on creating great content. In the beginning, your content is going to suck, so what? But just like these rants, eventually I will have 100 million people, but I may have to do 10,000 videos, 10,000 different podcasts before... I become great enough or effective enough or interesting enough that people start to listen. Does that make sense? But we got a ton of people to listen now. I mean, we're number one in the PD space on all my podcasts. So I'm doing well. I'm very proud of myself, honestly. Right? Growing. Any recommendations for what? I don't know. What's your question, uh, Mary? <clears throat> Would you say your relationship with God is strong, being that you're a millionaire? Just asking because most people lose their relationship when money gets involved. Yeah, I'll have to defer. I don't believe that. It depends on how you reference God in your perception and your belief around God. Me, honestly, many of you know my dad's a pastor. Like I grew up in the church. I grew up as a Christian. I'm not a Christian any longer. I'm not really a religious person. But I do choose to believe in God. But do I actually believe that? Like, it has to be the word God. You know, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. And the reason why I say that, because you have other people that have other type of beliefs in other type of religions and deities. And it would be very judgmental of me to say that they're wrong. Well, how can I say the person that believes in Buddha, that don't believe in God, they believe in Buddha, right? Can I say that they're wrong? And... Like I've been amongst the Buddhists, I've been to India, I've been to Bali, I've been to all these different countries, and Buddhists are some of the most calm, happiest people I've ever met in my life. So <clears throat> when you reference and say your it's your relationship closer to God, first of all, how do you even measure if you have a close relationship with God? How do they even measure it? I don't think people really think that deeply, honestly. Most people that are Christian, they're just on a surface level. So to answer your question, I'll say this, that I'm very grateful and I'm very thankful that I've utilized what God has given me to be able to help people become the greater version of themselves. I'll say that. Okay? I'm grateful. It's not about getting closer to God. It's about making a contribution to the world. That's just my belief. Okay? What's next? What is overrated and what is underrated in your opinion? You mean the definition of the word? I'm not sure if I understand the question. Why are you talking about in general? Like what's what's overrated? Uh, I think it's overrated that everybody wants to be a millionaire, honestly. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to be a millionaire. This is insane. What's underrated is the discipline and 
the things that you have to do to become a millionaire. I'll say that. You're not kind of underrated. People don't talk about that. They just show you the nice things. Which the nice things need to be shown to get people's interest. But what's, under, what's underrated also is the mindset part of wealth, our success, our happiness. And what's overrated is just, well, you can just be a social media star. Or you can just be an influencer. Or you can be a rapper. Or you can be a business person. You can be an entrepreneur. You know, just the how-to is a bit overrated. And honestly, because obviously I've been poor and now I'm rich, that the attitude, right, how you think, your mindset, your beliefs, it's more those intangible things. They're more important and they're so instrumental to you becoming the person that you want to be to be able to acquire the things you want to have. Okay. And again, that's just my opinion, but I believe it to be true. Wes, are you investing in real estate? Of course. I own 10 homes right now. What are the disciplines and habits that it takes to make your first million? Um, well, I'll say this was the habits. Uh, be very consistent. That's one, you know. And listen, you know, all these disciplines and habits, you, you folks already know these things, you know. And the problem is not that you don't know it. The problem is you don't do it. Like age turned, you know what the disciplines are. Come on. The problem is you guys don't do it. You know what people don't actually do? And take action on these disciplines and these different habits that it would take them to get what they want. You know why? Because they, you know, deep down, or some part of them, they just don't believe it's going to happen. Like if you knew for sure, if you knew for sure that in five years, if you did certain things and you were guaranteed to make a million dollars, you'll do it. I mean, you will 100% do it. You would do it. You make the sacrifices. You know, do it if you had a guarantee. But the dis- the disparity between millionaires and the, the people that don't become rich is we create our guarantee. We don't need the world to give us a 30-day, a one-year guarantee, 180-day guarantee. We create our own guarantees. Like me, in my later 20s, I created my own guarantee. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a million dollars. And I'm going to guarantee that I will, 100%. I created my own guarantee. I didn't need anybody else to validate me. I didn't need anyone else to support me. I validated myself and I supported myself and it happened. Okay. Does that make sense? Are you guys getting value here tonight? Talk to me here. Don't get quiet on me. Okay. What's up, Emanese? How are you? Hey, Kirsty. How are you? Hey, Patty. <clears throat> What's the difference in what triggered you? When you were broke and what are some things that trigger you now? So I'll tell you a story here. I've told a story before. It's kind of embarrassing, but, you know, it's important for me to be very transparent with you folks. I love you so much. I really do because you haven't given up. That's what I love about you. And you're beautiful. The women are beautiful. Guys, you're handsome, okay? But listen, so let's talk about it here. Let me, I'm going to give you, I had several breakthroughs, obviously, right? But let me tell you about the breakthrough when, I went to jail. How about that? <laughs> People are like, what? You've been in prison? No, no, whoa, 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 back up. Not prison. Stop it, boo, boo. No, no, not prison. No, Western Virginia is not going to prison. Uh, no, 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 no. Can't do that one. No, um, so 
I remember like it was yesterday. You know when you make a decision to change your life and you want to do everything right and you've made so many mistakes and you've swept so many problems under the rug? Well, one day I decided I wanted to be better. I wanted to change my life. So I started to be better, you know, make better decisions. And I'll never forget the day that I was driving to my dad's church. I was driving a 1988 Honda Accord. It was a broke down 1988 Honda Accord. I'm like 25, 26 years old. And you know when you get pulled over? Well, you know when you get pulled over and you think you, you may have warrants? <laughs> Am I the only one that have warrants? I mean, I don't have any now, but you know, you just never know sometimes. You're like, oh, God. You're like, please, please. Lord, please. I hope I don't have no warrants. Right? So I got pulled over. I can't forget. I forgot why, but I gave up my license and registration. And he went back to his car. Now, let me give you a little secret. And this is for everybody who's never been to jail before. Okay? How many of you have been to jail? Don't lie. This is for everybody who's never been locked up. If you're in your car and you get pulled over at a traffic stop for a ticket. And if another police officer pulls up, if you see another police car pull up, you're going to jail. Okay. I'm just letting you know. If you see two, if you see another cop, that's just how they do it. You know, you see, if another cop pulls up, man, you are going to jail. The reason why they call another cop is just for backup, you know. I think it's just um, their policy and procedures. And that day, even though I was heading to my dad's church, because it was the pastor's and wife anniversary, only my Kojic Christian people know what I'm talking about here. Um, I couldn't make it because Wesley Virgin was going to jail. And I remember sitting in the holding cell in Houston, Texas. I'm not sure if I was in County or if I was in Lubbock. But um, let me tell you something. I was so upset at myself. And I was in the holding cell. And I shed a, f- a few tears. I'm going to be honest. With you. And thank God I was by myself. I didn't want Debo to whoop my ass because I was crying in, in jail, right? <laughs> I was by myself in the holding cell. So uh, for the first time in jail, I, I shed some tears. I was like, what the? F-? This is what I I was like, what the fuck going on? What are you doing with your life? What? Damn, why can I get this right? You know, I would just berating myself and just like, fuck. I was pissed. And let me tell you something. The worst part of that situation was not going to jail, not getting pulled over, not going to my dad's church for the pastor's and wife anniversary. The worst part of going to jail was calling my father, asking him to come get me out. Let me tell you something. That's the worst part. You know, I don't know if anybody had an experience like that, but man... I'm like, man, let me just stay here. I mean, you don't want to call your dad, you know, because I've been in jail a few times for just, you know, warrants and traffic tickets in my 20s. And it's just like, God damn, I don't want to call him and tell him, you know, it just I'm going to have to hear the speech. I'm going to hear this lecture. I got to hear his mouth. And my dad's a pastor. Right. So he's going to talk my ear off. 
but I had to do it. And of course, on the ride home, man, he talked my ear off and, oh, it was just devastating. And let me tell you something. That day, that night, that morning, when I drove home, when my parents came to pick me up, a grown-ass man, I said, never again. Honestly, never again. And when I say never again, I just decided to be a responsible human being. <laughs> you know, before I was just kind of nonchalant. I was just, you know, I was just coasting through life, right? I just didn't take care of my responsibilities. And, you know, like, I, I don't know. I was just very just whatever type. And let me tell you something. That day I was, res- I was a very, I said, you know, I'm going to be an extremely responsible person. I'm going to do things right. And I did. I did. But just because I decided to do things right, I still had to um, take care of things that I did and all the mistakes that I made in my life in the early 20s. Like, you know, like, I had a lot of tickets. A lot of traffic tickets, a lot. And I had some bad checks as well. You know, I'm just letting you guys know my business, huh? I wrote some bad checks, never got caught, but then, man, that stuff comes back to hunt. Like, it will bite you in the ass. Let me tell you something. Anything you have done, you know, I mean, it's coming. You know, if you knowingly do something wrong or do something illegal, it's going to come for you. Right? Um, so I had to take care of that. So that was a major shift in my life. It really was. And from that moment, I decided and started to rebuild my life. Mentally, my personality, my habits, and my attitudes. Okay? Thank you for answering questions. Of course! Listen, I'm an open book. Okay? You ever got a whooping by your dad growing up? And have you ever almost got into a physical fight with your dad since he likes to lecture you? (laughs) Have I got whooped? Come on now. I got beat. I'm a I'm a black man. Come on. Every black man, every black woman on here know what a whooping is and they know what a beating is. What are you talking about? I got whooped so much. I mean, I got whooped so much, Jesus Christ. And my dad, he used to whoop us in the most interesting ways. I give you an example. So we well, me, I like to run. My brother, he didn't run so much, but I like to run. You know, I didn't want to get whooped. My brother, he wanna take it, but me and I I'm not taking shit. So I used to run. And so what my dad would do, he would, thinking about it now, I'm saying, I don't know, man. I don't know if that was, um, what kind of punishment is that, man? That's <laughs> He used to, we used to put our heads, okay, we used to get on our knees, and we had to lay down on the bed, and he would put a pillow on our head, and he would sit on it, I swear to God, and he will whoop us so we wouldn't move, oh, so I wouldn't move. And then you have to strip naked. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like a slave. <laughs> you know, just thinking about it now, I'm like, well, what's going on, man? What, what, we getting whipped like like a slave, right? But yeah, I mean, I got whooped, beat, slapped. Yeah, you name it, man. I mean, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, I have no ill will to my father. You know, he only did... 
what he thought was best. But then when I heard about his childhood, his was 10 times worse. So now thinking about mine, it wasn't that bad, right? I mean, I wouldn't want it again. I'm going to tell you that. In my second life, I do not want that type of experience at all. <laughs> no siree, right? But, um, yeah, it happened. What's up, Jada? How are you? What's next here? <laughs> uh. <laughs> so he's a running a track star. That's so funny. You know, thinking about it now, it's just so funny, right? I know some people resent their parents. And I know some of you may resent your parents. You get pissed at them. You're like, why did you do that to me, mama? Why did you do that to me, daddy? Why did you treat me this way? Why did Listen, stop that shit, okay? Let me tell you something about your parents. Maybe they wasn't the best. Maybe some of your parents wasn't there. Maybe some of your parents used foul language towards you. Maybe they never showed you love. Maybe they beat the shit out of you. I get it. But let me tell you something. They did their best. And for you to be resentful and angry at your parents, hoping to get some type of reparations and, you know, apologies from them, it's futile. You're an adult now. Okay? You're an adult. All that stuff don't matter anymore. It's over. As a matter of fact, whatever took place in your childhood has created the person that you are today. And you can either be a piss poor individual or you can be a individual that's admirable. Somebody that's sophisticated, confident, loving, resilient, strong. Right. So don't blame your parents for what took place in your childhood. Don't blame them. Right. They, only, they did their best. And maybe their best wasn't their best, but it was their best based off the tools that they had at the time, which you don't even know. You don't realize because he was just a kid. But to be an adult and try to castigate or criticize your parents for how they raise you, um, that's not going to be beneficial to you or to them. Does that make sense? Love them like they are, man. Okay? What's what's next here? What's next? I would tell you the story, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell it. It's about my brother, but he might get upset if he listen to this lie. <laughs> I told it before, though. What do you think about Chat GPT? Oh, I use it for everything. I used it tonight, actually, in one of my companies that's doing very well right now. I've learned and learned to live with no regrets. Absolutely. What is the name of the meditation video that you use? Diva Prayer. Diva Prayer. Karen. It's D-E-V-I Prayer. It's on YouTube. What's next, ladies and gentlemen? Talk to me. What's up, Chrissy Loves? How are you? Great evening. Twelve. It's 12.08. Let me see here. What are your core values, Wes? What motivates you? My core values. Ah, you know what I value most? My children. Uh, I'm sorry. Me first. My children. Money. <laughs> and you, of course. You know my purpose. That's about it. What's next here? How do you get clear about your goals? You know, listen, if you want to get clear about your goals, you need to write them down. Okay. 
Got to write it down, folks. As a matter of fact, you should be taking notes here tonight. Clarity's power. You got to write it down. And then you have to be very descriptive. And then when I tell people when they're visualizing what they want, what works and what's going to be very beneficial to you do a process, what I call scripting, use your five senses. Okay. Like, what do you smell? What do you touch? What can you feel? Okay. What do you hear? What can you taste? So when you're building and writing out your goals, you want to do the same thing as well. Do you have a coach? Yeah. Coach Wesley billion dollar virgin. That's my coach. I love him. I love him to life. He's doing a great job. What's next? What's next, folks? Questions here. Talk to me. Because I know you're getting value here. I don't know. I know you're taking notes. I know, I know that you're moving forward. And I know that every word is resonating with you right now in this moment. Am I right? That's why you're listening. If you ever feel lethargic or down, what ways do you snap out of it? Let me tell you something, man. I, I, I don't feel down. Down about what? I'm rich. Hello? Why would I be down? Because I didn't make a million this month and I made 900000 Like, what would I be down about? I'm going to be honest with you. As a rich person, I'm not down. But as a person that was broke at that time, um, if I ever felt like, and I guess... Down would be synonymous to like if I felt that the business wasn't working or nothing was working, I would just be grateful. Honestly, I'd just be grateful. I just think about what I'm grateful for. It's a technique that I use. And I would just start to think about what I'm grateful for and start to appreciate where I was in my own personal journey to make wealth. And I, and I move forward. I like listening to you because you share a possibility. Yeah. Thank you. What can we do to pass high-end interviews with panels, huge companies in tech? Um, I mean, be knowledgeable. Like know, what you, know your subject matter. Right? And then you have to learn how to communicate. One thing about me that you guys don't know, any interview, I mean, I, you know, once I learned how to communicate well, okay, I didn't learn how to communicate well until my, like my later 20s. I could get any job. And it's not because I was just so smart about the technology, even though I knew my stuff. But it was just how I communicated. So let me share some things with you in an interview if you ever, you know, you want to get a job or a better job, six figures, whatever. Learn. I'm just going to give you a couple of psychological tricks you can use. I used to use these all the time. I would always get the job. Like 99% any job I wanted. It was very easy. Because people are very easy, honestly. They're just so simple. Um, as far as convincing them once you have the skills. So one thing is called matching and marrying. Many of you probably have heard that before. Matching and marrying means like when you sit down and you're interviewing with the boss or the manager or whoever, match their body language mirror their behavior which means if they sit back you sit back they cross the leg you cross the leg but you know be very furtive when you do it obviously 
You can match their tonality as well, you know, when they're speaking. You can speak the way that they speak. Uh, you can breathe the way that they breathe as well. Another technique is, and I use this all the time, ask questions, you know. And don't ask those stupid questions. You know, everybody, so you have any questions for me? Um, yes. So can you tell me a little bit about the position? I mean, come on, man. That is not a question you want to ask a manager to get the job. Let me give you the top questions that I used to ask. And I will always get the job, man, every single time. One question was, and it's how you say it, too. You have to say it in a certain way. I said, I said, well, Mr. Virgin, do you have any questions for me? I said, absolutely. So if you guys decide to hire me, okay, what is the number one issue or problem that you guys are facing that you will want me to fix? If you guys decide to hire me or if your team, your company decides to bring me on right now, what is the number one issue or problem that you would like me to tackle first? It's very powerful. Because let me tell you what that person is going to respond with. He or she is going to say, oh, um, you know, we're having problems with the printing. You know, we don't, you know, the printers are just broken every week and blah, blah, blah. Right. They're going to they're going to tell you the problem. And what I, and this works at any company. It doesn't matter. It always works. And what you do is you just solve the problem. <laughs> That's all you do is solve. You say, oh, really? You know, I've seen this type of issue in my previous company. Okay. Have you tried this? Something that you can try. You know, once I get started with you guys, one thing I would try is this, 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 this. It's called pacing and leading, by the way. Pacing and leading. So it's like, you know, we go from not being hired to talking about that I'm already working for them. So I'm already solving problems. So the interviewer feels that you're already like, you got the job. I mean, it's very powerful if you do it. I'm telling you, it's just, no one does this. <laughs> no one on the planet does this. Another technique is, and this is just a technique with communication, just how you speak. <clears throat> when, when speaking or responding to the interviewer, slow down. Like you say, well, tell me a little bit about your experience. Well, at company A, what they adored about me was my ability to really pay attention to detail. Okay, I was the first one in, first one out. And I was able to pick apart problems in a way. See what I'm doing here? See how I'm speaking? People like that. I mean, they just like, because it sounds good. And it's slow because the brain, the reason why they work so well, the science behind that, it's the brain, when you're listening, if you notice sometimes I, I speak this way, because when you're listening, your brain is absorbing information slowly. When you talk too quickly, your brain cannot comprehend everything, even though the person might be nodding their head, but they're not, they're not there. I'm telling you, they're just, it's overload. They don't, they don't really know what you're saying. They may remember the first thing and the last thing, but... If you talk slow to the interviewer and say, yeah, so in Exxon, I was the computer engineer for the company, okay? And my responsibility and my role was 
to ensure all the servers had the proper antivirus to make sure everything was protected behind the firewall, which I implemented. See how I did that? It's very clear. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen here? All right, so that's that's a little technique. Just slow down the speech pattern. It's called cadence. Slow down. It's very popular. I mean, it's very I teach my I teach my children this. Like, if you ever speak to my daughter, she's a beast. She's really good. <laughs> she's only 18, right? Uh, so just learn to speak slowly here. Oh, we got more questions here. So make take, take notes here. Let me scroll up a bit here. How do you stay motivated when you're not motivated? I mean, honestly, me, I mean, I, I'm always motivated to do so. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm trying to think about when I wasn't motivated. Well, one thing, that's, that's, that's listen, that's the distinction between the poor and the average. Even when we're not motivated, we still got to get it done. Like, I might not be motivated to go work out tomorrow. I got to do a two, three-hour workout, the whole body tomorrow. Like, when I wake up, maybe I'm, I may not be motivated, but who cares about motivation? Like, I got to get it done. Like, you're not motivated to go to work all the time, but you go, right? So apply that to other things in your life, like working out, starting a business, right? You still find some way to get up, get that morning coffee, right? Drink that tea, eat that donut, and you go to work. You're not always motivated to go to work, but you still go. So use that same technique, that same exact technique that you use to go to work. Apply it to other areas of your life. How did you learn how to communicate? Very simply, you know, people ask me about, you know, I'll tell you a quick story. (laughs) So I remember dating this young lady from Paris. I went to Paris when I used to go to Paris all the time. I went to Paris and I met this Moroccan girl, gorgeous. I mean, just drop dead gorgeous body was just, and she was Moroccan. So, you know, they have got these gorgeous faces, these big old booties. And I mean, they're just fine. They're hot. I met her in a club. We hit it off. Okay. And I ended up flying her to Houston. Okay. And it's several years ago. And I remember when we went to get a massage here, we went to Estonians trellis called trellis. It's a very high end massage parlor or not a massage, it's a spa actually. And he's in Texas. And I walked in and said, Hey, how are you doing? I'm Wesley Virgin. I have an appointment for two. And she looked at me. She said, Oh my God, I love how you talk. I swear to God. That's what this woman said. She said, Oh my God, I love how you speak. I just love your voice. And um, to be honest with you, I, I I will listen to great speakers, okay? That's it. Like for hours. Just listen to people that communicate well, okay? And I know some of you, because I used to be like, like especially men, usually women speak much better and clearer than men. You know, they just know how to, the dialect, the tonality, the inflection, the cadence of the conversation. It can flow very, you know, women really good at it. Not too bad. But men struggle with this. 
I've seen men struggle with this. And listen, I used to struggle with this as well. Trust me. You know, I remember going to an interview for a job. And you know how you write up a nice resume using all this jargon and language that you don't even understand, but it got you into the door. And then when they speak to you, let me tell you what this lady told me. <laughs> she said, well, Mr. Virgin, based off your resume, you don't speak the way that how, how I read your resume doesn't align with how you speak. <laughs> I was embarrassed. And yeah, that day I said, well, I guess I have to learn how to speak better, you know. And I can give you a couple of techniques, but listen, you have to really immerse yourself and to surround yourself with great speakers. Now, say if you don't know anyone that speaks well because your friends is like Pookie and Ray Ray that use, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, are people that slur their words. Like, they you know, mumble. It's a lot of mumblers on the planet here. So what I would suggest is to separate from Pookie and Ray Ray and listen to podcasts, YouTube videos of great speakers. Okay. That's what I did. You know, I, I will listen to great orators like all day long for hours, eight hours, about 10 hours. Okay. And I didn't have any friends. I let all the friends go because I didn't want that dialect and the way that they use words right acts it was already influencing me so i didn't want to speak that way i want to speak clearly tact tactfully tastefully um because i want to speak with intention okay and another thing that i did as well was i will listen to and learn new words every day i still do this today i learn new words new words you need to add more words you need to inculcate new words a part of your vocabulary it's important you know i had a friend and for five years he was trying to get a promotion at his job and he would never get the job even though he was very overly qualified because he'd been there for a very long time and you know what he told me he said wes it's like when i sit in the chair and they begin to ask me questions I don't know what to say <laughs> I don't have the words it's like I know what to say but I can't express myself and that's many people I mean that's I mean that's so many millions and millions of people who are like this they just can't communicate effectively and let me tell you something the number one skill that you need to have is communication skills I mean uh, you need to learn how to speak you know, forget about college. You got to learn how to talk. Okay. It's important because, you know, many people do not. I mean, look at athletes these days. You know, athletes, they make all their money, but they can't speak well. You know, they listen to them. They can't use proper grammar. Right. Which is extremely un unattractive. All right. So learn new words. Okay. Learn new words and listen to great orators, okay? <clears throat> how many days a week do you do a full body workout? And also, how can I get a six-pack uh, full body workout just one day? Like this week, I did Pilates twice. So this week was a very busy week in the gym. 
It's my Pilates trainer. She's always trying to get me in the Pilates room and work me out. I'm grateful for it because the results are just, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking very delicious these days, I might say. And that's just what she said, not me. But, um, yeah, six pack. I mean, it's about diet, obviously, just what you eat. And do a couple of ab exercises. <sighs> All right, what's next? How do you meditate when you have two or more things that you desire so much? Well, I would say just meditate on one thing for now. You know, focus on one thing. I know you want a ton of things, but if you want to be able to manifest faster, just have one intention. Okay. As a parent, how do you teach your children to handle conflict or problem, problem, problematic people in a way that is favorable to them? Yeah, that's very simple. So, you know, obviously I have three children, lovely children, right? Shout out to my babies. One's 18, one's 17, one's 15. And when, you know, I talk to all my children, obviously. And, you know, when they have the little issues, I, I, I allow them to, like, I give examples. Say if, I don't know, somebody is, I think one of my daughters, you know, one girl was, she liked one boy. So my daughter liked the boy, but her friend liked the boy first. And then I think my daughter uh, I mean, the the girl told her that, you know, she don't care if you date the, the boy because I don't know if the boy really liked the other girl. Then my daughter ended up dating the boy. And then her friend, that was a good friend, got upset. So he stole my man, even though they were never together. So that's a conflict, right? It's like, how do you deal with that? So, you know, I teach my children about just people, you know. You got to see people how they are. And as children, people, they want to see their friends as that they really care about them, right? You know, and this is my friend. They love me. They care about me. But no, people care more about their self-interest. You know, when you're a kid, and unfortunately, adults like this, adults are like this as well. But when you're a child, you're a teenager, you know, you value friendship because you really think these people care about you and they do not care about you as much as you think they do. They care about you when it's beneficial to them. Right. It is what it is. At the end of the day, people will side with their own self-interest. It's just what it is. Right. And just it's human, it's human nature. So I teach them all that, obviously, you know, you know, let them know. Say, you know, hey, even though she's your friend, but what kind of friend is that? What kind of friend would talk dirty behind your back? Right. Is that a friend? So now they come up or create a different definition of what a friend is. Right. Because. A child, when they think about friendship, it's like, oh, man, I love them. I do anything for them, blah, blah, blah. And I tell my children, don't think about friendship like that. This is not really your friend. I mean, your associate, someone that you grow up with. But as you get older, you know, you will see. It will be exposed to you. You will find out that what you thought was real was not. Right? So you have to just teach them, right? You have to help them to understand this whole friendship thing because, People think that people will do no wrong. I'm like, uh, no. I let my children know that people are very dynamic. And they're going to side with their own self-interest. You know, that's it. And 
people would never tell you completely how they feel about different things. You know, when my my friends, my daughter's friends said, hey, I don't care if you date him. I don't care. I don't like him anyway. Well, obviously she was lying, right? Duh. <laughs> of course, she was lying. She loved the boy. She liked him a lot, right? But that's just how people are. They don't show their true intentions until they're hurt. And when they're hurt, now you see the real person. You know, when people are in pain, when they're angry, you see exactly who they are. Right? <laughs> All right, what's next? Where's how big or how small is your circle of close friends that you trust? Uh, very small. Extremely. You know, maybe one or two. <laughs> it's not that it's not that big. I don't have a lot of friends and I don't want a lot of friends, honestly. I don't I don't I mean I guess and I have different definitions of friends. Like, you know, I can have a friend and I don't even talk to I have a best friend in Romania, I talk to him like twice a year. He's still my best friend. Because he, he's a valuable person in my life. But you know, I you know, everybody has their own definition. I don't my definition of friendship is not someone I can count on. I don't need to count on someone. I mean, I guess Herman, he's definitely my best friend. And I guess I can count on him, but I don't count on him for things that, you know, like money or, you know, to get me out of a jam. No, absolutely not. Uh, You know, I count on him if I need him to, I give you an example, like I needed to get my daughter's car shipped to her school. He took care of that for me, you know, or um, whatever, you know, stuff like that. But, or I can I can trust him with money. I can give him, like, thousands of dollars. I know he's not going to steal my money. He takes care of my real estate. And it, the, the money goes to his bank account. Then he transfers it to mine. Like, I trust him that, you know, he can just take care of that all for me. So, yeah. What do millionaires know that they like to keep secret? From the broke and average, any secrets that keep to themselves you would like to share? Uh, I guess the only secret that the millionaires have and that the broke people uh, are not aware of is the secret is that there's no secret. Sorry. Yeah, man, there's no secret, honestly. I mean, I can sit here and lay here and tell you about all the secrets. But it's no secrets. That's not, I mean, I I wish I can give you some secrets here. But I'll say this. It is certain information are, you know, some millionaires, they won't share with you because they just, they don't think you're worth it. I'm going to be honest with you. You might get your feelings hurt about what I'm about to say, but this is just truth. I don't, I don't feel this way, but there's a ton of rich people. They don't even want to associate with average normal people at all. They just do not. They want to stay away from you because you, you're very, you know, poor and average people are very either aggressive, they're chaotic, unpredictable. You know, you don't know what's going to happen with these people sometimes. So, and not in a good way. It's nothing wrong with being unpredictable, not in a good way. You know, you know, it might go crazy. You might shoot somebody. You might fight somebody or you cause somebody to be, I don't know, it's just chaos. And rich and successful people, they don't want to be around chaotic people, honestly. So, um, yeah, man, it's really, it's not a secret. It's no secrets. But if there were any secret, it's just they don't want to be around you. They prefer not to be around you at all. Yeah. 
I know you hate to hear that, but that's just the truth. Wes, I hear often that the middle class will soon disappear, that there will only be rich and the poor. What do you think? I would say don't be the poor, man. Be the rich. If that's true, don't be the poor. Okay. What's next here? Romania. I love Budapest. So we meditate with the frequency from the genius script and repeat our intention. Absolutely. Can you share more about AI brain box? Yeah. So I have a friend and he is a coder. He's an advanced coder, not myself. And you've created something that's very fascinating with this check functionality with chat GPT. And I would say, go through the tutorials. You know, I don't want to spoil it. Go through the tutorials, learn. Like, go through it and use it. It's very powerful. It works. So definitely go through the tutorial and go through it a couple of times until you get it. It's very fascinating what AI is doing right now. This is only the, the beginning stages. And what I like to do is I like to share with my list and my community what I'm currently doing. Whether you get it or not, I'm just letting you know what I'm currently doing to create more income and to automize my companies. Um, can How do I work on my self-discipline? I'm naturally a free spirit. Like I want to accomplish so much in a day and I get mad when I'm done, when I don't get it all done. Uh, <clears throat> so this is why meditation is so important in my opinion. Could allows you to just kind of calm down a bit, right? And this is very self-evident for women. Women are very, like you know, women are beautiful. We love women. Women are gorgeous. Women are just so fantastic. But women are very stress-filled human beings. Jesus, like very overwhelmed, and you got to keep moving, 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 moving. All you got to do is I used to date this young lady, and she's like, she always has to do something, always has to do this. All got to, I mean, she's got to keep moving all the time. But like, calm down, like that. Just relax. Let's just lay in bed all day. Let's just go to the spa. But she just always wanted to move. You know, I always wanted to do something because people confuse activity with progress. And especially women. Women just feel if they do a lot of stuff, then they'll make progress. And, you know, maybe not. Maybe you didn't make it. Maybe you got things done, but did you really make any progress? Right? That is, that's even worthwhile. So that's why meditation is very important. It'll help you with that self-discipline. It will help you to start to take your time. And put yourself in a very calm space. I don't understand AI encoding. How do I get a better understanding? Read. Right? Read. Or just go to the internet. Go to YouTube. How does your father feel? How does your father, who is a Christian pastor, feel about you not claiming to be a Christian? Oh, he's okay with it, of course. I mean... Why wouldn't he be okay with it? I don't have a judgmental, I don't have judgmental parents, right? What's important for them is not that I'm a Christian. What's important for them is that I'm a good person, right? They want to know that they raised a good person that, you know, hopefully that is making a positive contribution to the world, regardless of my faith, right? <laughs> it's just about, is he a good person? Does he care about people? Is he trying to help people? Yeah, I'm doing all those things. 
So, because there's a lot of people that are claiming God, claiming Christian to be a Christian, and they're very terrible people, horrific people. You got Christians that kill, lie, cheat, steal. So, yeah. That's, my parents are extremely proud of me and what I've done. And I'm sure they can care less about if I'm a Christian or not. But they, they still pray for me all the time. They tell me, we pray, we always praying for you, Wes. We praying for you. I say, keep praying. Pray for my billions. That's what I want. Let me see here. Um. Wes, when you're successful, how do you handle relationships with average family members who want to stay the same? Oh, I don't deal with them. I don't. Like, honestly, I don't have any. I'm not in contact with any family members. Like cousins and aunts. I don't talk to them. None. I don't have time. I'm too busy, honestly. I'm in over 15 different companies. How do I have time for this? Got three children. I mean, are you crazy? Come on now. Daughter in college, daughter runs track, son got a job. I mean, I'm a busy man. I don't have time to talk to relatives. I don't go to game nights. I don't go to family reunions. I don't have time. I don't have time. You know I, mean? I don't have time. No one might have time to do this. I don't. So I don't I don't talk to any of them. Okay. But I love them. What does it take to become a great CEO? Well, I would say you have to be a CEO of yourself first, my man. Uh, let me see here. Questions here. Questions here. Are you getting value, ladies and gentlemen, here? Some of you are late. Some of you, I'm, I'm going to have to slap you with the baby powder. You, you, listen, if you're late... You're going to get slapped with baby powder when I see you at one of my seminars, all right? Make sure you turn on your notifications so you're not late, so you don't miss out on this information here. This is gold. Do you understand people pay me a ton of money just to get this type of information? A lot. Fifty, dollars $100,000, right? I know you think it's insane, but people, some people on this planet are willing to do whatever it takes to get what they want. So take it seriously here. What's next here? Questions for me. What's up, PYT Perez? How are you? Rosemary. What does that mean? What does what mean? Who are some of the speakers you will listen to that help you develop your speaking ability? Yeah, um... Look, I just did it. Um, Tony Robbins, Jim Rome, Dennis Waitley, Brian Tracy, Les Brown. That's a few. Zig Ziglar. Yeah, those folks. Okay. But it was this one gentleman that really... Well, actually two. One guy named is Jerry Clark. He was really big into network marketing. And I will listen to his tapes over and over again. And I see why he was so influential. Like the pause, when you speak, and the tonality, and how you pronounce syllables is very important. 
to be able to influence people and to put them into a trance where they will listen to every word you say. So Jerry Clark is a black man. That's when I was in network marketing. He's really good. Um, and also John Benson. John Benson is the arguably the godfather of copywriting. He was the first guy that created the whole VSL, the video sales letters. Some of you internet marketers know what I'm speaking about. So John Benson, I learned a ton from him. He had a course and man, he taught all the stuff like tonality, cadence, voice inflection, because John Benson was a radio show host at one time, but he understood all the psychology behind speaking and presenting, influencing. He, I mean, I learned a ton from him and I killed it online and I learned a lot from him. So shout out to John Benson. He has a YouTube channel. Check him out. John Benson, just type it in John Benson. He talks about me in some of his videos as well. But um, yeah, cool guy, cool guy. Let me see here. At what age you decided to turn your life around? And when did you start seeing results? Probably uh, in my later 20s. And uh, I mean, I made my first million at 35. What is your greatest accomplishment do you believe you have accomplished so far? And how proud are you because of it? My greatest accomplishment, just being able to be free. Just being able to do what I want to do, honestly. Like, I'm relaxed in life. That's why I look so young, because I'm just always relaxed. You know, every woman I date, they're like, man, you're always relaxed. <laughs> you're just so relaxed. Because anytime I talk to the young lady that I'm talking to at the time, they're like, man, you always in your bed, just relax all the time. They'll be at work. And they'll call me, and I'm in the bed relaxing while they're at work, slaving. And I'm like, yeah, that's just how my life's set up, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. So I'm proud of my, my freedom to do what I want. And some women get very jealous of me. They get jealous because, you know, they out there working. You know, they can have a business or working a job, but they just putting in their work. Well, I'm just relaxed. In my bed, in my office. My my office is in my bed. I have a I have a real office, but I never use it. My bed is my office. I mean, my bed is amazing. It vibrates, it reclines, it cools my body properly. So, and I have a beautiful view. Come on, why would I leave? <clears throat> Alexa, how are you? Oh, it's just slapping someone with the baby bottle. Yeah, I mean. If you don't get it, age Turner, school, Rosemary, what I mean about slapping you with the baby powder. Uh, I guess they went over her head. Deetra, do you think a person should try to reason with a soulless person or is it futile? Soulless? Who's soulless? You need to define soulless. I think every. I mean, I don't know if people even have a soul in this if you use different terminology, that'd be able to help me because I don't know what you mean by that. With a ton of freedom, how do you plan your days? Yeah, like tomorrow, I'm going to get up whenever I want to. And if I'm hungry, yet, I may order me a, 
a bagel. I've been ordering these bagels with sausage, egg, and cheese. <sighs> so delicious. If not, I just drink a protein shake. And I get ready for the gym. Pull out the whip. Tomorrow I'm going to drive. What am I going to ride? What am I going to drive tomorrow? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Maybe the McLaren. You know why not? I'm going to take out the McLaren tomorrow. <clears throat> I feel like speeding. So, yeah. And I go to the gym tomorrow. Plus, I got to meditate, right? Obviously. Damn, I'm finished my workout. Maybe I'll get a facial. Maybe a massage. Then I'm going to work. And that's my day. I heard you didn't have a mentor. Looking back, do you think if you had one, you you would get to where you are faster? Of course. Absolutely. How did you learn and master neuro-linguistic programming? What books would you recommend when you're starting learning about the language of the subconscious mind? Yeah, just read Joseph Murphy, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. If you want to learn about that, just read that book. The, the Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. I've read that several times. Fascinating book. Very thought-provoking. Very stimulating as well. Intellectually. Wes, so it was always meditating and manifesting your future. Never voodoo or magic. What? Voodoo or magic? On a mission. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> voodoo? Magic? Uh, yeah. I just snapped my fingers and I became a multimillionaire. Uh, that would be nice, right? Would be. Would be. But no, no voodoo, no magic over here, my guy. What's next? <clears throat> if someone wants to get rich in a different industry than what you're in, could you still help them? Yeah, possibly. But it's better to find somebody in your industry. Like it's better. I'm not saying it's impossible for somebody else in another industry, but if you can find somebody in your industry, it's just it's more golden for you. Can you meditate with songs that have lyrics? I've never... That has lyrics? Like, you mean like R&B? How important is your diet? Well, I don't call it a diet. I call it a way of life. You know, some foods now as an older man, as an older younger man, as a younger older man, some foods I can't eat anymore, man. It's just like inflammation in the stomach. You know, my stomach was giving me problems for like a year, man. It's like, I don't know, like just so much discomfort for a very long time. And I realized when I started to remove certain foods and started to implement different foods, because the food I used to eat in my 20s, I just can't eat anymore now. I just cannot. And I don't even want to because it just makes me feel sick, like stomach-wise. To the point I was like throwing up in the morning for no reason. It was just weird. So now uh, I just eat extremely better. And certain foods I just don't eat anymore. And now I feel fantastic. Like gut health is very important. I would say take a probiotic every morning. I take a ton of vitamins. 
Really take care of your gut, man. It's important because when your gut or your stomach is not on point, you cannot function properly in life. But now I feel so good. Oh, God, I feel so relieved. Shout out to my baby, DeAsia, my future nurse. She gave her father some some vitamins, some natural vitamins, and they helped me out. That was her first prescription. <laughs> Even though she can't prescribe drugs as a, as a nurse, but she took care of her dad and she shipped me some nice little, I don't know, some probiotic thing, but they worked. And now my gut and my stomach feels superb. How many hours a day do you work? Y'all, it depends. Like today, maybe 10, 15 hours. I am Esther, how are you? Wes, if today was your last day on earth, what would you be? What would be your last words that you would give the world? Well, I'll say if it was my last day, I'll say I love you. I expect all of you to continue to listen to my content as I pass on to the next life or the lack thereof. And I'm going to leave you with these words. That in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture. Picture the life that you want. Regardless of your education and where you live and your current situation, just remember your power starts in the mind. Your power starts in the mind. If you master your mind, you master your life. And that's it, you know. Then I'll die. That'll be my last words to you. <clears throat> but I'm here. Don't worry, don't worry. Hey, 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 Wesley Virgin, I'm not going anywhere, baby. Yo, I'm not going nowhere. The king is here to stay. Daddy West is here to stay forever. Forever. Okay. So don't worry, I'm here. God told me I had a conversation with God. I said, God, I think I need to stay here a little bit longer than the average human being because the people, they need me. He said, okay, Wes, absolutely. I give you a, I give you a thousand years. I said, man, I appreciate that, God. Gave him a, a fist bump. And um, yeah, that's how they went. When did you realize you didn't align with the masses? Well, I think I realized that the masses are people were very different from me. And this is before I was rich. And this is before I was reading books, before I even got into personal development. I just realized people were weak. No offense. But people, they're just weak mentally. The reason why I say that because... It's like everybody's depressed. Like you got kids that are depressed. How, how does a how does a child be depressed? You know, everybody's just weak minded. They, they're just so weak. You know, they break their phone. They're crying. They lose. They lose a dollar. They're crying. You know, somebody break up with them. They're crying. Men crying. Can you imagine a man crying after a breakup? And women would say, "Oh, that's okay. Men can cry." And it's just so it's such bullshit. 
Like, I'll never cry over a woman in my life. I can't even imagine crying over a woman. I don't care if I've been with that woman six, 20 years. I'm not going to cry. I may be, like, concerned a little bit. Like, man, you know, I miss her. She was great. But I'm moving on. I'm serious. And, you know, I, I mean, maybe a couple of months I chill with myself. But I'm not going to cry because it didn't, wow, I can't be with her. I mean, that's insane. I don't know. I just realized that people were very weak. They're just weak. I, I just realized this. People cry, bitch, complain about everything. To me, that's just weakness. Plying, complaining. If they lose their car, they're complaining. They lose their house, they complain. And I never complain. I lost my house. I slept in cars. I never complain. I just say, whatever. I deal with that shit. I don't know. It wasn't a big deal to me. So that's how I knew I was different from the masses. You know, everybody was always in pain. I wasn't in pain. Not emotional pain. Not like that. Uh, when did you decide that you wanted to be a multimillionaire? And do you remember that day you committed to it? Yeah, at the age of 21. When I got fired from that job. I've told that story many times. I was working at a car dealership. And they fired me. Can you believe that? How can you fire this lovely black human being, right? This lovely black man. They just fired me. Terminated me without warning. And that day, I knew I had to do something different. But before that day, I I I I honestly thought I was going to work for the rest of my life and be okay with it. Wes, how did you create the millionaire mind hacks? Where did you learn them from? Books, man, books. Books in my own experience. So what I do, I read books and I come up creatively with my own philosophy. Make sense? So I read books and from the books are from the information that I learn. I create my own philosophy. I don't necessarily align with every book that I read. I create my own thinking and my own thoughts about it. And I share it with the world. Would you share your vitamins you use? Yeah, uh, I just do just normal your vitamins, like your your multivitamins, you know, like your um, fish oil, vitamin B, vitamin C. Yeah, your typical daily vitamins, um, magnesium, well, take my protein, creatine, and drink a ton of water. That's about it. And I always take some form of, um, you know, like wheatgrass or some green type of, um, you know, I have, they have the green powder that has a ton of different vitamins in it as well. And I take a probiotic. When will you have a Millionaires in Training rant? Is this not a Millionaires in Training rant right now? Wes, I feel tired after work. Can you advise me to allocate time for swimming, pools, spas, massages? What? <laughs> I feel more relaxed after that. I forget the stress of work. Then I have more energy to start something. If I have to allocate more time to swimming. Oh, well, I mean tired man i don't know i don't understand that language tired fuck being tired are you not tired of being broke 
You know, I was tired too, but I was more tired of being broke and I was more tired of not getting what I wanted. So, yeah, I just made a decision not to be tired anymore. Okay, because I was tired of going to work in the morning. I couldn't imagine go like I like now. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how you get up and go to work every morning. Oh, I would just hate it. Like now, there's no way. I mean, if my business has failed, there's no way I can go to work. There's no way I can adjust back to working. <laughs> like, working for people, I just cannot, man. I'm not getting up. I'm saying, well, if you want me to work for you, I'm working remote. I'm not going in. If not, I'm not going to start. It'll be mandatory because I'm not going to work. I'm not going to nobody's job. I'm relaxed. I get up when I feel like it. What time do you usually wake up? 10, 11, maybe 10. Sometime 9. Wes, on live one day, can you share everything you use for your body, supplements, workout routines, skin care products? Yeah, I will. All right, folks. Um, I think it's time for the king to get some work done. Share the importance of having structure and routines and accomplishing goals. Yeah, I think it's important to have a routine because you don't want to have to think about what you got to do every day, right? Like, I know what I have to do tomorrow. I don't have to think about it. I'm going to work out and work and meditate. That's it. Man, that's, it's easy life, baby. And eat. All right? So when you have rituals and habits, it's just easier to live life. And you don't have to be thinking about what you got to do or what you should do. You already know what you got to do. It's the same thing you did yesterday. But just make sure whatever you do is conducive and aligns with the success and goals you want to achieve hey folks thank you so much thank you for joining me and i appreciate all the comments that you're commenting below about the rent did you get value here tonight comment below if you got value let me know hey let's see i'm gonna continue to do this yeah doesn't matter when i yawn who cares i'm not tired i'm full of energy right now right i'm just letting my brain breathe a bit but before i let you go listen you got this okay Go make it happen. Go make that shit happen. Stop letting other people tell you what you can't do and begin to separate yourself from people who are just like you. If you want different results, you got to be different. And different means that you have to do different things. Change your habits. Change your attitudes to want life. Start to see the glass half full. It is. Life is very perceptual, right? Just your perception, honestly. You can wake up every morning and say, today is going to be beautiful. Today is beautiful. Today is going to be positive. It's going to be great. It's going to be wealthy. I'm going to make a lot of money. I mean, you can just say that for no reason. And if you continue to say it, one day it will become your reality. I love you. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love and let's.